previously on Going Forth. And I was a computer science major uh, out of Grinnell, and then, like Sneha, took a pretty circuitous path to get to where I am today, which is uh, I run sales for a company that teaches people to be more present, practice mental fitness, and be better communicators and collaborators using performance and improv techniques. So, you know, there's a major for that at Grinnell, I'm pretty sure, but I didn't take it. It really does come back to how do you define success in life? And I teach the students that I work with and the folks that I interact with. Success is the people we meet in life and the things that we create together. Because none of us, if we're honest, succeed alone. I sure didn't. Because in my stress of moving to a new city and not really knowing anything, I put my name out there and I reached out to a whole bunch of different places. Anton's name kept coming up. I was like, oh, they're like, oh, do you know Climb? Do you know Anton? And I was like, yes, yeah, yeah, I do. And they're like, oh, like, I think, I think that's a really good place for you to look into. And I was like, sure. Yeah. Awesome. But it was also so satisfying knowing that not only was the community supporting this, but like having come from Grinnell, there is such a strength in knowing that you care about humans. <laughs> you care about the people that you're working for. You care about the community that you create and you're really intentional. Failure doesn't compound and success does. Like if you fail, you're done. You get to build on top of that success. We met on day like negative five or whatever of our first year, didn't take to each other. Knew, you know, Grinnell's small, like you see each other your whole time there, saw each other for four years. We were neighbors senior year living off campus on Broad Street, uh, didn't talk. At the end of our senior year, I got the invitation from the Peace Corps that I was going to be placed in Namibia. Noah was accepted as one of the two Grinnell Corps fellows based in Namibia. There was this like moment of, so I guess we should be friends. Like, do you want to have brunch together tomorrow? And it snowballed and we've been basically together for 10 years now. I think we're very privileged to have done really interesting things, right? At Goldman, at Deutsche Bank, Amir, at Amazon. But it was always really just a feeling of how can we have a bigger impact, right? How do we make sure that we're, we're solving real problems, big problems for the world? I think if you would have asked like 22-year-old, like graduating like May 21st, 2007, Leslie, if she would ever come back to Grinnell, she would have laughed. But there's something like weirdly magnetic about this place. On season one and two, we've shared some pretty incredible stories covering everything from how to write the perfect resume to finding your dream summer job or internship. We've talked to doctors, professors, lawyers, writers, software engineers, and photographers. We've heard from alums who graduated in the 80s and who graduated last year, people who've had linear professional trajectories and those whose careers have been anything but and most importantly, have gained so much wisdom along the way. Advice about effective networking and navigating failure. Inspiration for taking risks and following your dreams. Proof of the Grinnell Connection, which opens lifelong doors in ways that we can never expect. In case you're joining us for the first time, my name is Nicholas Lampietti. I'm a second year sociology major and have been with Going Forth since this time last year when we were planning our very first episode. And I'm Katie Kriegel. I'm a CLS exploratory advisor and executive producer of Going Forth.
season three is going to bring so many exciting things, including a new voice. Hello, I'm Jane Hoffman, and I'm a second year student here at Grinnell, majoring in political science. I'm so thrilled to be here for this season. We've got lots of exciting stories to share with you. In keeping with the tradition of kicking off each season with a professional get to know you, I'm wondering, what were each of your first jobs? Oh, this is a good question. So, <laughs> so my first job was a sales associate at Yonkers, which is a dead department store now. It is no longer <laughs> in operation. Um, but yes, that was my first job in high school. And uh, my very first day was actually on Black Friday. <laughs> That's crazy. They really, yes. they really threw you in the deep end on that one. Yep. Dove right in. They needed seasonal help. And so I jumped in and then I stayed on for like four years. I guess wow. if you survived Black Friday, they knew you could take on that thing. <laughs> yes. 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 That was my first job. I think my first job was probably pulling weeds for my grandfather um, on their really long gravel driveway for like a penny a piece. Crazy job. As a six-year-old, felt pretty cool. I was thrilled to be to be making money. Um, but I think now that I look back on it, was much more of a character builder than a resume builder. But really, going forth is my first first legit job, and it's been truly incredible. My first summer job was working as um, a cooking assistant at the vegan children's cooking camp that my neighbor was operating outside of her house. Um, but then my first job with the W-2 was working as a farmer's market vendor for a bakery that specializes in sourdough. And the leftover bread and pastries that I got to take home from the market um, have definitely been the best workplace benefits that I've enjoyed thus far. I want those workplace benefits. I know. I don't think you can top free delicious sourdough bread. I'm wondering... No. Was there a particular vegan dish for the children that, like, you remember vividly having to make? Well, so it was, everything was incidentally vegan. Okay. And so we were, there was a real, real focus on kind of, you know, working on dishes from all around the world. And so I remember um, everybody loved crepe day. And okay. so we had to, you know, we made almond milk crepes in the blender, but we had one of the big pans where you could kind of roll everything out. Um, so it felt very sophisticated. It was a lot of fun. I pumped through a lot of those. Um, and I was pretty good at it too. You two had much more interesting first jobs than I did. Pulling weeds and cooking vegan food. I mean, who would have thought? In the right place at the right time, I think. Right? I feel like children will say yes to anything. <laughs> we'll true. say yes to anything and now. And money. And money, exactly. Even pennies. Even pennies. <laughs> even pennies. Um, the allure of like your first paycheck, even if it comes in like a little plastic bag yeah, of yeah. pennies handed over. Ours <laughs> um, on Venmo. That's what we're here to talk about. Um, career things. This season, we're so excited to continue exploring what it means to live a life of meaning and purpose. And we've got a pretty incredible lineup of stories for you. We'll be speaking to Grinnellians with experience in everything from finance and consulting, to restaurant criticism, to engineering, to using technology as a way to spark civic change. We'll cover Fulbright grants, creating your debut album, and astrophysics. Up first is Emmy and Academy Award-nominated comedian, actor, and screenwriter Camille Nanjiani, class of 2001. So stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Going Forth Podcast to find out when new episodes are released. And don't hesitate to reach out to us at goingforth at grinnell.edu with comments, questions, and suggestions. I can't wait. <laughs>